You are listening to the audio preaching podcast of Cornerstone Baptist Church in Fallbrook, California, pastored by James Christensen. Though located in the heart of Southern California, you will hear powerful, relevant, and life-changing preaching from the Word of God. Pastor Christensen believes that every Christian can reach their potential for the Lord. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. Why don't we start, because I don't have too much time. I'm going to Bible us the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter number 3, Genesis chapter number 3, and we'll get, dig right into the Word of God. And uh, I'm on my mics pretty good, Brother Ryan. Excellent, excellent. Genesis chapter 3, let's stand in reverence for the reading of the Word of God, Genesis chapter 3. We'll just look at verses 1 through 7. I'll go quick, and then we'll get our time in. Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 7. I'll read it all for you. And you can just follow along. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 through 7. The Bible says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God hath made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and the tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. We'll finish off verse 7. The eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. That's a word of prayer. Ask the Lord to bless. Let's pray. Father God in heaven, Lord, we love you. We need you. Lord, I pray that I give the words you want to be said. I pray that I don't give my heart. I pray that I give yours. So I pray that we apply and bless this time in your name. Pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. You may be seated. Uh, today, I, I brought this because it's going to be an illustration for later on, but this is an apple. Many of you guys see the story and you're familiar with the fruit. Unfortunately, I did not buy this on the side of the road when we we're coming down Mission. Is that something, should I trust those on the side of the road? I can trust them. Okay, I saw that it was the home of the avocado, so I'm planning on the way back home to get an avocado and I'm looking forward. Any other fruits that I should be partaking over there on the, on the side of the road? All of them. It's, it's, it's a bountiful blessing. All right. The brown one's on the floor. Okay, good. Good. Don't get that. I won't. Okay. All right. So I just want to take a quick bite of this because I want you to kind of notice something about this apple. And, and we'll look here in Genesis chapter 3, kind of familiarize. So really quick, I'm just going to take a bite to watch on camera. Am I, am I, am I zoomed in? Okay. Just make sure that it's not a trick or anything. Right? Mmm. Excellent. We'll get to this later. And my mom told me not to eat with my mouth closed, but she's not here, so... You go. Now you get just to watch me eating for the next, you know, five seconds. Anyways, good. Doctor's like, what are you doing? It's good. Don't worry, we'll get to it. That's all. I'll go. I'll go outside and finish it off. Anyways, anyway, so very familiar. We think of the fruit. Eve ate the fruit. Took a big bite out of it. She knew what she was doing, and it caused tremendous pain, sorrow for the rest of us. Uh, you and me have sorrows because of that day. You and me have difficulties because of that day. Right. Everything that we have can kind of go trace back to that. If she did not eat that, but for her eating, we would be in paradise. Yeah. We wouldn't have to sweat. We wouldn't have to step on thorns. We wouldn't have to do anything but because of that day. Now, she came up against a, a, a tough foe. Actually, one of the best, the best of all the enemies. For us, we fight the devil all the time. So let's kind of see what she did and what he did, and then we're going to get to this biting of the apple and all that. Verse number one, you've heard this before, uh, 
Satan or the serpent, we see here, the serpent questioned Eve's ability. Notice he said here, and he said, The serpent was more subtle than the beast of the field the Lord God made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. We see she's questioning Eve's ability. Christians today, we are questioned with our ability. If you're a Christian here today, the devil's going to attack you and say, Hey, aren't you a sinner? Are you supposed to do that? How about this? When you go to church, you want to sing in the choir. Who are you? Who are you to sing in the choir? You want to go door knocking? Can you even pass out a trap? What are you supposed to do? See, Satan's questioning our abilities. And when we question our abilities, guess what? We are stepping back from when God says to go forward. When we step back, we're not going to receive the blessings. We're not going to receive the duty that God's giving to us because we're moving backwards when God says move forward. So Satan will question your abilities every single day. And what do we need to do? Fight that. Fight that. Let's keep going on. Number Verse 4, look here. Satan, and we have the, the conversation. Eve says, well, I'm going to fight with the Word of God. Uh, God said we can eat everything, of course. Hey, Eve did her best, but she wasn't strong enough. Look at verse number 4. And the serpent said unto the woman, ye shall not surely die. She said earlier, if we eat the fruit, we'll die. Satan straight up lies to her and says, you will die. First, she questions Eve's ability. Second, Satan focuses on the gain of disobedience. Satan focused on the gain of disobedience. Satan is there to tell lies, and he's the father of lies. Whenever we talk to him, and let me tell you something, Satan talks to us whether we like to or not, he's lying to you. He's lying to you. Hey, you can't do that. You can't give more than your 10% for missions. You can't serve the Lord. You can't sing in the church. You can't do anything. He's lying to you. You can give more to missions. You can give gospel tracts. You can sing. He's lying to you. Everything that comes out of his mouth is a lie. But you know, we listen all the time. I Me mean, as a pastor, I, I see it all the time. Sometimes when I'm preaching the word of God and, and, and I feel like I should give the gospel, I should give the gospel, someone gets saved. But, oh no, you don't need to. It's okay. Everyone's saved already. And in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, wait a minute. You're right. I, everyone's saved. I should assume everyone's saved. That's not true. There's lies that are going in our minds, filling us, and that stops us, that's preventing us. Let's go to the next one. So we see these questions. He's focusing on the gain of disobedience. Look at number five, verse five. For God doth know that in the days ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Now we see this. Earlier, he lies about the disobedience. Okay, he lies. You're not going to die. That's a straight-up lie. Next, Satan magnified his rewards. Magnified his rewards. What's he What does this mean? He did this. If you eat this, you're going to be like a god. If you eat this, you're going to have so much blessing. You're going to be so good. You're going to be magnified. So he's boasting. He's making the evil turn into good. And look at Eve's thinking, wait a minute. If I eat this, I could be like a god. I could be just like God. Now, we know that's to be false and that's true. But notice what Eve's doing. Or Satan's doing. He's not tempting Eve on the sin anymore. Now it's, look what you're going to get. Look at all the rewards. If you start swearing at school, your people are going to like you. If you don't go to church on Sunday and go to work, you're going to get so much, your boss is going to like you. You're going to get so much more money. If you give tithes and offerings, you know what you're going to do? You're going to lose your house. I hear that all the time. I hear that all the time. When you go, when you, uh, go to your church, pass, I would preach on soul winning. Pastor, don't, don't preach soul winning because no one's going to get saved. No, people still get saved. Right. Pastor, if you keep preaching on tithes, don't you realize that, that if you preach on tithes, people are not going to give because we're in a tough economy. You know what? That's a lie. 
We're magnifying all the things that God doesn't want us to magnify. Eve is listening. Satan is magnifying his rewards. Now we look in verse number six, we see that she fell, she saw the tree was good, she ate it, made her one wise, and she gave to Adam, and he did eat. Now, this is the point I'm trying to make, and then we're going to go really quickly. Satan was making these big accusations, big, big rewards to cover up the little sin that she needed to do. Big movements covers the little. Now, if we flip this around, if Eve was paying attention and said, wait a minute, if I eat this small fruit, every single woman will have to have problems with bearing children. Every single man will have to sweat. Everything from the ground is cursed. But she cared not for the big, or excuse me, not for the little thing, focus on the big thing. You see what I'm trying to get to? It's all instructive. We're still doing it. You're still, being, you're still paying attention? Doing really well? When, we ate, when Eve ate that fruit, the Bible says, Wherefore is by one man sin entered into this world? Death by sin, so that death passed upon all men, so that all have sinned. Romans chapter 5, verse 12. Very familiar. But what happened? As soon as she ate this, sin and death came along. Sin and death came along because she was too busy looking on the big temporary instead of the little eternal. You guys catch that? You catch that? In Bible college, I, I took a class. I was a senior. I took a bunch of classes in Bible college, many classes. I'm sure Brother AJ, too. You probably were a scholar, so you took all the classes. I took all the classes as, as much as I could. I'm pretty sure he's a smart guy. When you hear him preach, you'll realize, oh, that's because he had so many years of Bible college, right? But I took a bunch of Bible college classes, not because I was wise or whatever. I had classes at 730, and then there was classes at 1030. And I was already there at 7.30, so I said, well, I'm already here at 7.30. I might as well take the 10.30 class. I might as well. And if you reached, when I was going to Bible college, if you hit 15 hours of class, anything above it was free. So I'm like, I'm Filipino. I don't like spending any money. I love bonuses. I love coupons. I might as well. So I loaded up on all the classes, whether I needed to or not. I took home ec. I took PE. I was a senior. I was taking PPE PE already. A senior. You don't take PE. A senior. You take it. I took it just because I already, I, I, it was free. Might as well. I'm already here. I like my teachers. like my classes. I might as well. So every, basically from freshman to senior year, I was maxed out. 19, 22, 25 units just because it was free. I might as well do it. So I was doing that. And one of the classes that I took that was one of the ones that I did not need was Biblical Illusions with Pastor Rob Watkins. Has he ever preached here before? Rob Watkins. But you know Brother Rob Watkins. He, he, does, uh, he does illusions. So he taught me one of these tricks. So he taught this. It's an illusion. Don't, I'm not doing any real magic or anything that's against the, the will of me. But watch this. This is a quarter. It's not, this, this, is not, this is not a trick one. My wife gave it to me earlier. And one of the things that they teach you you have to watch carefully. When you watch the coin, you got to watch carefully and look at the big movements, but you realize nothing's there. It was already in this hand. The big movement of me wiggling my hand was covering up what I was actually doing. You guys catch that? Something big covered up something small. Okay, I have about 10 minutes and we're going to get to this. God's punishment on Eve was not for the big thing. It was for the small thing. God cares for the little details, the small details. When Eve was saying, I got tempted, the serpent, God was saying, you still knew that small one rule out of the entire world, there's one rule, and you didn't focus on that. And look at all the punishment 
because of your lack of care for the small things, the little things. Open our Bibles, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16 and 17, and this will be our last scripture. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16 and 17. Very familiar passage. I believe, I think I saw this on one of, I think it's one of your verses, I believe. Uh, I think I saw that as one of your verses. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16 and 17, I'll read it quickly. The Bible says here, redeeming the time because the days are what? Evil. The days are evil. They're not going to be evil. They're not becoming evil. They are already evil. Verse 17, whatsoever, uh, wherefore be ye not one wise, but understanding the will of the Lord is. So the message is, the title of the message is, it's about time. It's about time. Or it's about time. Or it's about time. Eve focused on the big when the small was important. Here, the Bible says here, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Prior verses, you'll see it talks about walking in love and flea fornication and all that. That's all about conduct. And in the midst of God's conduct for Christians, he says, redeem the time. Redeeming has only been in the Bible three different times in the whole passages of Scripture, just three times. And it's always referencing time. It's always referencing time. Now, I think, what does this have to do with Satan and Eve? Well, let's kind of go back. At the time when Eve was still clean, did not sin, was she was technically perfect, she did not realize when she sinned, it made her from an eternal being or a long-lasting being to a temporal being. You guys get that? Now, Satan, prior to the fall, was living wherever the angels lived, and they weren't bound by time. They were eternal beings. We see that the archangel in the Old Testament is the same as the New Testament. And when the archangel sounds his trump, when we hear the trumpet for the Lord, so we can consider them outside of the space-time continuum. They're not there. Okay, so now we say, Pastor, what does this mean? Satan cared not for Eve. Satan cared for the small when Eve was worried about the big. I want to be wise. I want to be this genius. I want to know everything. Satan's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But little do you know, something eternal is going to turn temporal. And that temporal is going to happen sooner than later. Eve had lived up to be over 800 years of age. But after that, she died. Adam lived over 900 years, and then he died. Everybody dies because of their sin. The big and the little. What am I trying to say? The Bible says redeeming the time. Redeem this temporal thing because the days are evil. And Satan's attacking that. Satan's attacking your temporary. There was an experiment a couple years back, probably in the 70s, I believe, or the 60s. There was a group of uh, scientists telling these kids at Stanford, we're going to give you one marshmallow, but when we come back in 15 minutes, we'll give you two marshmallows. Let, excuse us, let's go. So the little kid was looking at that marshmallow, looking around. Looking up, little did he know there was one of those see-through windows. Eats the marshmallow. The person comes up, well, you can't get the second one. Okay. Then there was other times where the little kid would look, look around, and just kind of sit there for five minutes, six minutes, ten minutes. Ah, I got to eat the marshmallow. I got to eat that marshmallow. Some of you are like that. I saw that with the chicken outside. I got to get that chicken. I got to get those brownies out there. I got the cookies. And then there are other ones who sat there and waited Although they were tempted, they didn't do anything. 
And when the 15 minutes came up, here's two marshmallows. Boom. What a cool little story about delayed gratification. Thinking, Pastor, what does this mean? Meaning, if you're patient and if you focus on the important things, something good will come afterwards. Something good will come afterwards. This thing happened, this research actually happened back in the 70s. They followed these people up until the 2000s. Turns out those people who waited and got the two marshmallows had better health, better relationships, less addictions to alcohol, better at work. Single pastor, what are you trying to say? People are redeeming the time. They're waiting for the eternal, waiting for things that are more important than things that are less important. I'm about done because we're almost done. I took a bite of this apple. How long ago was that? Does anyone know? Brother Ryan, how long was that? 15 minutes ago. I took a bite of the apple. This apple was a tasty one, but it's probably not as good as the ones from the trucks, right? If you can kind of see the apple right now, where's my camera? Can you see it? This is 15 minutes. What does it look like? It's brown. It wasn't an hour. It wasn't 30 minutes. It wasn't it's 15 minutes, and it's already brown. It's already losing its value. It's already decaying. What am I trying to say? I'm saying if we focus on the temporal, it's already going to go. What should we worry about? The eternal. Why are we in missions conference? It's about time. Why do we want to give more missions? It's about time. Why are we going to go another church, plant another church? It's about time. It's about time because it's running out. It's already running out, whether you do anything about it or not. That's why the scripture said, redeem the time. Do something now before it's too late. If we focus on the temporal, we'll lose out on the eternal. We already live in a temporal world. Doing nothing means we miss out. Missions is eternal. Soul winning is eternal. New church is eternal. That's the thing that's important. Why? Because Satan's attacking the temporal. You know what he's attacking? Your wallets. That's temporal. You know what he's attacking? Your prayer time. Your Bible reading. And you know what? He's doing a pretty good job. He's doing a pretty good job. So what do we need to do? Redeem the time. Because the days are evil. Every drop of sweat for the Lord pays off. Every dollar that you fill out on the faith promise card, it will come back to you. God owns it all. Every missionary that you add on focuses on the eternal, not the temporary. So if Satan is attacking our temporary, what should we do? Defend our temporary? No. Focus on the eternal. We start focusing on the eternal, Christians. Satan can't beat us. It's not because of us, it's because of the Lord. If I'm not mistaken, if you look at the end of the Bible, you see Jesus winning. Now it's up to you to focus on the thing that is more important, the eternal. It's about time. How about this? You put something on that card. I'm going to give $10 more than I did last year. I wonder if someone who gets saved said, finally, someone reached me. It's about time. We give a little bit more money. It helps a missionary knock an extra door. I was lost, dying. 
But it's about time someone came. It's about time for us to remember the eternal. Thank you for listening to this preaching podcast from Cornerstone Baptist Church. We hope that you were encouraged. For more information about our ministry, you can find us online at cornerstonefallbrook.org.